In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. What an exciting show I'm going to have today. I'm really thrilled. Um, My guest today is going to be all about social media, specifically Twitter. So finally, I was going to actually um, nicknamed my show today, Twitter for Dummies, and I would be that dummy. Um, But it's going to be really a fun and filled, packed with information and tips um, all about Twitter today. So um, before I get started, let's do the business tip of the day. Um, I always talk about how important it is to do routines. And um, especially, I always talk about my mom entrepreneurs because you're my biggest audience out there. But I just know for myself that if I don't wake up in the morning and get my routine um, in order, if I don't make my beds have um, my kids, every single night, my kids' clothes are laid out so that there's no chaos in the morning rush. And we even have a landing pad that um, we nicknamed our countertop the landing pad, which is where my young kids, when they come home and they come off of the bus, they put their school bags right there. Their backpacks go right on the landing pad, and we go through it, and that's how we start our routine in the afternoon. I just find if you don't stick with your routines, their chaos starts to come in, and um, it's just not a good thing. So now I've mastered my routines with my household. I am the master of my kitchen, I'll have everybody know. And yes, my spice rack is um, in alphabetical order, which is funny, but I'll tell you, it does save me time when I'm doing my cooking at night. But um, we need to apply that to business. And that's my real goal for 2011. I want to establish such a routine in my business that I'm able able to work less hours, but work really hard and smart. And our guest today is going to teach us exactly how we can do that using Twitter. So that is my business tip of the week. And now I have the honor of introducing you to my guest, who is Payson Cooper. Payson is actually a marketing and a business strategist, and she specializes in social media and online marketing. 
She has over 10 years of experience, which is going to be absolutely great because we're going to pick your brain today, Mason. And um, she has experience as a business and a systems analyst and a computer consultant. And one of Payson's favorite things to do is to identify the fastest and most effective ways to help communicate a message from one part of a business transaction to another. She has a distinctive ability that helps identify key strategies for entrepreneurs and small businesses to communicate with their ideal client. So through learning social media and online marketing for her own online jewelry businesses, Payson honed the skills required to create buzz, drive traffic, and make sales using online techniques. So this is going to be a fun show. I keep saying it because there's going to be lots of juicy details of how, about how we can use social media. And um, Payson's going to describe how she used Twitter to create more than 1,231% increase in her sales. And um, if used correctly, Payson guarantees us that what Twitter can do is it can help us connect to prospects, build relationships, and make money just like it worked for her. So with that, I would like to introduce and welcome Payson to Paying It Forward this week. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be on, Josephine. Well, I'm so, so excited that our mutual friend, um, Jennifer, had suggested. She said, Josephine, I am telling you, as far as Twitter goes, there is one person that pops into my mind who's a real expert, and it's my friend Payson. And I am just so thrilled to have you today because I have to tell you, Payson, I have a lot to learn as far as social media goes. (laughs) I think we all do. It changes every every day. So, <laughs> Yeah. So, Payson, it's so funny. When all of this started happening with Twitter and Facebook and everything, I don't know why. It's not like, you know, I'm so ancient, but I just felt so paralyzed. I was like, oh, my God, another thing for me to do, another, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, and I felt overwhelmed with my business to begin with. I was like, oh. How am I going to find time to figure all of this out, too? So I'm hoping, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping today's show is going to crack that code <laughs> and um, teach us that, you know what, it doesn't have to be hard work. It could actually be a lot of fun, but not only is it going to be fun, it's actually going to help us make money in our business. So that's exactly. what I can't wait. So before we get started talking about Twitter, Payson, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your background, your education, a little bit about your career, um, a little bit of, I'm dying to know more about your jewelry business, <laughs> and also how establishing social media for your jewelry business got you into being a Twitter expert. Well, the first thing I want to address is something that you said, and, you know, people look at me now as a, a social media or Twitter expert, and I will tell you that when I, um, as I was working on building my business since, you know, 2006 or so, um, when social media started to really get, um, be more visible in late 2007, early 2008, I had a lot of resistance, just like you were talking about, and 
it took me about six months, I think, before I, and I kept thinking every day, oh, I should do this, I should do this, I should do this, and it seemed like it was too complicated, it was too hard. Now, I was on Facebook, but mainly just for social reasons, and had connected mainly with friends and wasn't using it for business purposes at all. Um, but I wasn't on Twitter, and I didn't have any other social networks going. And I, um, I guess I, I, about six months after I started to really think about it, I woke up one Saturday morning and wanted to do it. And I spent like seven hours really digging in and learning a bunch of different platforms. Um, and then I just started to use them consistently. And I, I started out on uh, Twitter and uh, one uh, social media site called Plurk, which is still around, but it's, it's a very sort of, it's a small group of people with a, a very specific um, kind of interactive style. And so I spent a bit of time there and then, and then ended up on Twitter and have spent the last couple of years really, really developing my skill with Twitter um, and, and then also with Facebook. But mainly with Twitter, one of the things that I decided was back in, not this past holiday season, but the holiday season before, so um, the, the Christmas of 2009, um, I was, had been using social media for the better part of a year and a half to two years. And I really didn't know what results I was getting because I wasn't tracking anything and I wasn't seeing, um, I couldn't tell whether it was, you know, whether I was spending an hour or two a day for no reason at all or if it was paying off. And I made kind of a bold decision to put all of my marketing efforts onto Twitter except for a few emails to my own list. And so I didn't do anything else for marketing for the holiday season except with Twitter and that's where I saw that massive 1,231% increase in sales. It was year over year over the same four-week period between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, and I subtracted out sales that came from people who were already on my list um, and got to that, to that number, which was tremendous. I mean, it was my, one of my best Christmas seasons ever as far as the jewelry sales are concerned. And um, that was also one of the worst years for almost every other jewelry company in the world, <laughs> at least oh, in this wow. country. Because <laughs> it was hey, a very, so very tough year. Is- that's amazing. So what you did was you already had an established client list and any other clients that came in to purchase your jewelry, you were able to tag them as if they were your Twitter account? Um, Basically. What I did was I had a, a special um, a promotion being offered through a catalog through a, a networking organization called Savor the Success. And that was, it was an online as well as printed catalog, but the online catalog was about 120 pages, I think. Um, I sent people from Twitter to that catalog, and I broke pretty much every online marketing rule you can. You're supposed to make it easy. You're supposed to make it one click, blah, blah, blah. I made, I didn't tell people where they could find this thing. I just sent them there, and they had to find it for themselves. So they had to go through 120 pages and find my page, find the code, then bring it back to my website and use that to make the purchase. Um, the promotion was strong enough that it was compelling enough to people to make them do that, but it also showed me the intense power of driving traffic through Twitter and being able to make sales directly through Twitter. Oh, that's amazing. So what was so powerful about the promotion? Well, I did um, something that I don't necessarily recommend that other people do, and I haven't done it again, and I probably won't, which was uh, 50% off. Uh, Sorry, no, $50 off. Not 50% okay. off, but $50 off. Um, and so that brought a lot of my jewelry, which uh, particularly the transformational jewelry line is um, it's all eco-friendly. It's all made here in New York. So it's higher-end jewelry from the perspective of your average silver piece. Um, and it appeals to a very specific audience. And the people who are interested, many of them are, you know, they, they struggle perhaps a little bit with affording the kinds of fees that I have to charge to be able to keep my line alive. But for that stretch of time, I was able to make that special offer and really get people interested and involved. 
And a lot of those people have actually come back and purchased again uh, at full price or, you know, during this year's holiday promotion, which wasn't anywhere near as good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But still did almost as well, basically just using Twitter again. Yeah, so that's just great. I love the fact that you were able to somehow monitor your sales due to your marketing with Twitter. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's really amazing. We have um, less than a minute coming up to a break. So okay. um, I, I think this is great. What else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about how um, we can connect to prospects. There's so much to learn here. And Payson, I mean, how many followers do you currently have on Twitter? Well, I have several different Twitter accounts. My primary account is Payson Cooper, and it is, um, I think it's about 16,400, 16,500 as of today. Okay. I just want to make sure that my listeners (laughs) heard that number correctly. Yeah. Fifteen thousand followers, and well, and just so you know, when I did that big promote, when I did that big promotion back two years ago, I only had about three thousand followers between my two accounts. Ugh, it blows my mind. Well, when we come back, Payson, I want to know how did you get sixteen thousand followers? Okay, we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. 
Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and I have social media expert Payson Cooper with us today. And Payson, we were just discussing um, why you have several Twitter accounts. Like, number one, I just want to ask you, I know with Facebook, you can actually um, be cut off of Facebook if you have more than one account, if they find yeah. that out. It's if I'm saying that, service. yeah. So tell us all about that because I really didn't know. And what are the benefits of having more than one Twitter account? Well, let me just, I'll address the Facebook piece first. Facebook has set up their structure in a different way. You know, you have your personal profile. And I guess uh, for me, it was very hard to grasp this at the beginning. And I know a lot of people who struggle with it. You have your personal profile, which is really supposed to be a personal place. You're not supposed to promote your business there. You're not supposed to um, try to solicit clients from your personal profile. And in fact, that is against the terms of service. To, to promote your business from that place as well. Um, what they have done is give people what they used to call fan pages and now are called business pages that people can like. If you're allowed to build as many followers as you want, whereas your personal profile friends are limited to 5,000. Um, and so you can put together a, a business page that then becomes your, your way of representing your, your brand and your entity on Facebook. With okay, Twitter, so that's yeah. kind of, Payson, I'm sorry, just a quick question here. Sure. So that's kind of new that they switched the fan page to the business page, correct? Yeah, it was about maybe six months ago. Six months ago, but mm. how does somebody get from the fan page to the business page? Like, how do you do that? How do you it's, get that? It's automatic. Like, you know? Your fan page became your business page. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and then, but that has nothing to do with your personal profile, which is your own name and your own face, and it's as though you were only on social media for your personal pr- purposes, not for business purposes. So, as far as Facebook goes, Payson, what is the best thing? What is the best username to use? Am I, if I'm saying like account name, I should say, like, am I best using Josephine Jirasi, or am I best using Glovies, the name of my business? Or I would even love to have a fan page for paying it forward. Well, you can actually have a fan page for Glovies and a fan page for paying it forward. Or, you know, fan page slash business page. We'll call them this. They are the same thing now. Um, okay. But those would both be housed underneath your um, Josephine personal account. So you should sign up for Facebook and you should be logged into Facebook as Josephine. But then you can create those fan pages for as, as many as you want for whatever you want. Okay. All right, that's And so, yeah, like you should have plan. one for both this radio show and for Glovies. Okay, great. All right, so that was our little tidbit on Facebook. That yeah. was very helpful. Thank you, Payson. <laughs> I told you I need a lot of help here. Everybody does. It's very confusing. <laughs> All right, Payson. So um, let's move back to Twitter. Yeah, and then for, for me, as far as um, my experience with Twitter and my experimentation with Twitter is um, you have to figure out what works best for your personal business, but Twitter is a social media um, and social environment. So people respond better to a person than they do to an entity, um, unless that brand is extremely well-known, like a Coca-Cola or something like that. And even then, it's a little bit confusing to understand who you're talking to and who, who is representing that company. Um, and so most 
people do best and most accounts grow fastest if they have something, a name that is either a person's name or a, um, an account name that is related to a business, uh, not necessarily a business name and a logo. Um, that being said, there's nothing wrong with a business name and a logo. One of my accounts is called Pace and Jewelry, and it's the account from which I um, reach out and build uh, relationships with and build a list associated with people who are interested in the two types of jewelry that I have, which are um, custom engagement ring and, and wedding jewelry. And then the other side is the transformational piece, which is um, words and symbols that are uh, meant to inspire and uplift the wearer. Um, And so Mm -hmm. that account has grown so much more slowly than my personal Pace and Cooper account because I feel the name Pace and Jewelry means that people who are not really interested in jewelry do not accept and follow me back, which is fine because it means that I'm growing more targeted followers. Um, But with the Pace and Cooper account, because I'm talking about business, social media, I'm talking about marketing, I'm talking about how to, you know, work on business strategy. Um, There's a lot of entrepreneurs on Twitter, so I I get a lot of followers through that. But there have been some studies done and the most common reason for people to follow someone back or friend them or like a page is a smiling face. Oh, that's interesting. So using your personal picture, even if it is your brand name, um, can make a lot of sense. Now, one of the things I do recommend is if anybody who's listening does not have their personal name on Twitter, I do recommend holding that. So it's kind of like your, your a URL, like a, you know, a .com um, website. If you don't own your own name, you want to buy that immediately because real estate on the web is getting snapped up faster than you can blink. And it is literally real estate. And if you don't own your own name and you decide at some point in time that, you know, for example, you, Josephine, you know, you're building this radio show, maybe at some point you decide you want to help um, build an actual association for entrepreneurs or start uh, training entrepreneurs. And now you might want to do that under your own name. And if you don't own your name.com and you don't have your name on Twitter, um, you uh, have to then figure out what else you're going to use. And it's a lot easier for people to do that underneath their own name. Sure. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. But Mike, let's just reiterate, Payson, that you Mm. are allowed to have several accounts on Twitter. Yes. You have to have separate email addresses for those accounts, but most of us have multiple email addresses at this point in time. Okay. So that sounds like, that sounds good. Yeah. Now, okay. So Payson, now we have our account set up. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you get 16,000 people to follow you? Seriously, that just blows my mind. (laughs) Well, the amazing part is that account was opened much later than my Pace and Jewelry account, which is um, right around, I think it's just under 6,000 followers right now. So it's grown multiple fold over the other account and much faster. Um, And like I said, it, it... it doesn't necessarily mean it's not as effective because the people who are following me there are interested in what I have to offer there. And that's one of the other reasons I sort of I recommend that people consider. I don't think it's good to have more than two accounts, and I know people who have four and five accounts. I have run up to five accounts at various points in time for myself just to test things, most of which I'm running sort of undercover because I want to see what happens when I do certain types of things um, and how do, how do accounts grow when they don't have a picture, when they have this, when they have that. Um, that has all been my, my way of learning and being able to report back what work, you know, best practices to people. Um, and so there are a lot of different ways you can do it. There are some very organic ways that you can do it. And mm-hmm. um, one of the best ways is to identify um, people who are talking about what you're interested in. So you can do a keyword search on Twitter based on the, the keyword phrases that you're 
prospects would be using to, to discuss something. So, for example, if I have somebody who writes about just getting engaged, they could be a good target prospect for me to be following on Twitter. And the way you get someone to follow you back is generally you follow them. So okay, yeah. you follow the so person. So that's a, kind of like a courtesy, right, Payson? So as soon as somebody wants to follow you, it's a courtesy to just go in and follow them right back, correct? It is kind of a courtesy, and uh, personally, I don't feel like it's required to follow everyone who follows you. You should ch- pick and choose who you want to follow. Um, but there are some ways to do this that are more... Um, I don't want to say automated because it, it is automated, but it also is very targeted. And that's what I've been using to help grow my accounts. And I'm going to offer a resource to anyone who's listening right now. If you go to TwitterSellingSecrets.com, that's TwitterSellingSecrets, um, spelled out just the way it sounds, it's basically you can access a webinar there that I did that goes in-depth into the tools that I use, which I recommend people use Hootsuite, which gives you a lot of control over your Twitter account. And one of the things that happened to me when I first started to use and learn Twitter was the Twitter interface itself, um, while they have just updated it and made it better, is a little bit cumbersome. And so it makes it hard, to, especially to manage more than one account. Um, there are several what are called um, uh, a word. The word is, is completely blanked out of my mind at the moment. It'll come back in a second. <laughs> Twitter clients, that's the word. <laughs> there, there are a variety of Twitter clients, everything from TweetDeck to Seismic to Tweet. And I have tried um, four or five of the most, the most commonly used ones. And after having a lot of problems with uh, several of them, I landed on Hootsuite and absolutely fell in love with it. And the things that I really like about it are that it's a web-based client, meaning you log into an account, and once you set it up, you can log in from any computer anywhere, and it looks just the way you left it, kind of like logging into your Gmail account um, or a Yahoo account or something. Um, And what you can do is set it up so that you can see all of the different aspects of your account. So you can see the tweets that are coming in from your the people who are following you, or sorry, who you are following. You can see the at messages that are sent to you. You can Uh see direct messages. Um, You can schedule messages within Hootsuite, which is a tremendous value. Um, And you can see the messages that you've sent as well as any other um, messages that you want to see. And you can set it all up on one page so you can see everything in one sort of eye swoop, you know. And See, Payson, I think that yeah, I think that's really important. My whole thing about Twitter is that um, it's hard to see who's really responding to your tweets mm. because if, unless you're on the computer all day long, which mm-hmm. none of us really have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess with Hootsuite, I've heard so much about it, and I hate to say it, but I just haven't sat down to check it out, and I'll do that after our show today. Okay. But does that allow, does it tell you who's responding to your Twitter, like commenting on your stuff? Uh, yes and no. There's it, it, With okay. Twitter, the only way that you can tell for sure if someone is commenting to you is if they put your name with an at symbol before it, so oh. at your Twitter account name. And that is an at message. So most people understand that about Twitter. And so if they want to reply to you or converse with you or retweet something that you tweeted, they are going to include that. If that is included, you can see it in your at messages. And that way, Hootsuite also marks all of the at messages that you have not seen since the last time you were on that um, that 
that page in your account so you can see which ones have come in since the last time you, you looked, which is very helpful. And you can also set up multiple accounts on different tabbed pages so that you can flip from account to account very quickly. And you can also do your Facebook from there, LinkedIn from there, and a variety oh, of wow. other social media things from Hootsuite. So it lets you get a handle on your social media stuff without having to go all over the place. Um, it's tremendously valuable. Now, that being said, you can't do everything you can do on Facebook on Hootsuite, but you can do update statuses and you can see certain things. So um, you And you can also schedule updates for Facebook. So you don't have to, you can schedule something to go out later today oh, or wow. tomorrow. You can schedule it to go to your business page. So if you're doing a promotion, you can schedule those promotions for the whole week in one sitting. Um, and then it'll update your business page on Facebook as well as your Twitter account um, over time. And again, oh, that is, webinar that I did at Twi- that's yeah. available at twittersellingsecrets.com go, shows you the, the end piece of it is actually showing you my Hootsuite account and how I use it. Oh, I can't wait to see that. That sounds great. So when we come back from our commercial, I mean, this is so informative. I can't wait. I'm hoping, Payson, you're going to teach us how to write a quick little tweet. I know this sounds ridiculous, but these (laughs) at messages, like sometimes I look at some of these Twitter accounts, I'm like, what the heck? It's like another language. I'm like, what are they talking about? (laughs) So we'll be back shortly, and I can't wait to learn more about Twitter. Thanks, Payson. Sure. Thank you. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, right after these on toginet.com. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millat, at 11, 10 Central on toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millat. On toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, the Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what the Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back. 
Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine Jirasi, uh paying it forward this week, and we have Payson Cooper, who is a Twitter expert. So, Payson, we in our discussion here, we were talking about Hootsuite. Could you spell that for us? I know how to sure. spell it, but I'm going to have you spell it, and um, um, just tell everybody where they can go for it. Okay. It's, it's called Hootsuite.com, or you can go to Hootsuite.com. It's H-O-O-T, like hoot, like an owl hoots, and then the word suite, S-U-I-T-E. So it's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E.com. And then the other resource that I mentioned is the webinar where I go in-depth into uh, how I use Twitter and show how to use Hootsuite um, is Twitter Selling Secrets. It's T-W-I-T-T-E-R, Selling, S-E-L-L-I-N-G, Secrets, S-E-R-C-R-E-T-S dot com. Okay, that's perfect. And thank you so much for being so, you know, generous and offering us that webinar. Oh, sure. My pleasure. Okay, so that's great. So now... I need to know the symbols of Twitter. Can you help us out here, Payson? Because it's a foreign language. And it is I have a foreign to tell language. You, I have to learn this. So, like it or not, I've got my pen ready to go. Okay. Well, let me just preface it a little bit by saying um, social media is like the Wild West right now. And anything goes. Like I was sitting on the couch last night, and Mercedes is doing what they're calling the first Twitter race. And so. I have to look it up because I don't know what they're doing. But it's such a free, um, a freewheeling opportunity that you can create your own way of using it. And that confuses a lot of people because they want structure and they want rules. And so there aren't very many rules <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, for example, you have something called a hashtag, which, which is also known as a pound sign, depending on where you're from. And we're all pretty familiar with it on the telephone. And when it comes to Twitter, if you put a hashtag before a phrase or a word, it is a way for Twitter to, and when I say Twitter, I mean the, the software or the, the programming itself to identify that tweet as, as related to other tweets with the same tag. So it's like tagging something um, pink and saying, okay, everything else that's pink, if someone puts in this search item, I'm going to pull back everything that's pink. So, for example, one of the very common ones is a, is a hashtag FF or a hashtag Follow Friday, all written with no spaces. And oh, that yeah, is... That- we were going to talk about Follow Friday, too. Okay. okay I'm glad you brought it up. Sure. But when you say hashtag, in our minds, we just think number sign, correct? Exactly. Pound sign, number okay. sign, hashtag. Say all the same thing. And so no okay. spaces at all. Kind of like when you do your at message, the at sign has to be, so if it, we were sending me an at message, it would be at Payson Cooper, P-A-Y-S-O-N-C-O-O-P-E-R, no spaces. And no space okay. after the at. If there is a space, it's not going to be identified as my account name. So it's kind okay. of like you have to type an email address correctly or a web address correctly. You have to type these things correctly or they don't function the way you intend them to. Um, so with, a, with a, a number sign FF or a number sign Follow Friday, what someone is indicating is these are usually it's a list of, of other people's Twitter account names. They're saying these are people I recommend other people consider following. So it's a way of offering you an endorsement in essence. And so I always thank people who include me in Follow Fridays, and I try to remember to go out and grab a few of my new account followers and some of my favorite people and send out a couple of Follow Fridays myself. Um, There are all kinds of other hashtags that come and go. Oh, but wait a second, Payson. we got to go back to this uh, Follow Friday. Sure. So this is great information, but can you give us an example of how to do uh, Follow Friday with just like three names, just so we really can leave this whole conversation knowing how to do it? Okay. If you, um, let's say, 
after after today, you decide on Friday that you want to encourage your followers to follow me. So what is it you only do, on Friday, Payson? Um, not only, but most people stick to Friday. So okay, there so are usually Friday morning, stragglers wake up on and... the weekend and Monday, but mostly it's it's Friday. Sometimes okay, people, I'm ready. You might see some on Thursday night because there are people who are already on Friday on Thursday night in other parts of the world. Okay, <laughs> all right. The other thing is that this is international, so people in you know where it's it's five o'clock in the morning when it's um, still eleven o'clock at night here. If they're up and tweeting, that's Friday for them. So um, you would be typing basically, uh, you know, these are tweets I really enjoy, and you would put at Payson Cooper. You would put at, you know, another name of an account, whatever you enjoyed. So I'm just going to use my own names because those are the only names I have on the top of my head right now. You put at Payson Cooper. You could put at Payson Jewelry. And one of my other accounts, which I'm not really using that much anymore um, because I've decided to simplify, is at Learn Twitter, which is it's not spelled out in full. It's um, But because, like I said, I'm I'm kind of going to let it die off now because I was experimenting with something there. so those okay, three. so Payson, if yeah. I wanted you to do this Friday morning, mm-hmm. and I wanted you to do a follow Friday, mm-hmm. I would go into my Twitter account, and I would put the number sign, the hashtag, the number sign, FF, mm-hmm. let's just say I wanted to follow the radio station, I would put number sign, FF, at Toginet, comma, No, you don't need a comma, you just need a space, and you need a space after that F, so if you wanted to... to speak through it with every single space accounted for, it would be number sign FF space at TogiNet space. At TogiNet space, okay. At Glovies. At Glovies. Space. Space. And then at Pace and Cooper space, Mm -hmm. and I just keep going on and on? Until you run out of characters. Or until okay. you run out of people you want to add. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. But you know, I don't even have to put like a message before it. Everybody knows. Pretty hashtag much, yeah. FF. You can put a message if you want to, but you don't have to. And you can put the, uh, the hashtag FF at the end as well as at the beginning. Oh, I didn't know that. So You can actually put it anywhere in the message. Um, as long as there's a space before and after it, uh, it'll still be identified by the system and people will still see it. It's better if it's at the beginning or at the end because it's, easily, it's more easily found by people. Okay, I think that makes sense. I'm going to stick to having it at the front. I'm very, okay. you Yeah, know, whatever, just, whatever works for you. And I will say that there are, you know, hashtags are not owned by individuals. So not unlike, you know, um, a, a URL or a Twitter account name, a hashtag is, is open to the public. So anyone can use any hashtag at any time. Meaning if you, like for this radio show, if we wanted to create a hashtag for you for this radio show, um, we could say uh, PIF, so the number sign PIF, and every Wednesday at 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern, you could send out some tweets, and the people who are on this call could be tweeting with a hashtag PIF. And what you can do with that is there are websites, one's called tweetchat.com, where you can put in a hashtag like that. So you would put the number sign and PIF at the top of the um, tweet chat page. And I do talk about this in the webinar, I believe. Uh, now I'm not remembering exactly whether I do or don't. But if anybody has okay. questions, they can reach me um, from that webinar page. Um, they basically, it begins to filter only tweets that have that hashtag on them. So it would allow you and other people who are tweeting with that hashtag to then converse with one another. Okay. 
So it's kind of like saying, okay, in, in, in that website, Tweet Chat, Hootsuite will also do this if you set it up properly. We'll gather together all of the tweets that are tagged pink. So let's say P, hashtag PIF is tagging them pink. And only those. And then as you type, it'll also affix that hashtag to the end of your tweets. And so anybody else who's following those can see your specific tweets around that topic. So people have Twitter conversations around specific topics. And when people attend things like conferences, the conference takes a hashtag and uses it. Um, and people, when, while they're at the conference, can, can put that hashtag on it, see who else is there, see what other people are saying. People who are not there know that that's what it's about. So it's a way of um, putting a sticker on your tweet, essentially saying this is about a certain topic. Okay, so that's interesting. So um, if I do the hashtag PIF, I guess it's just best to knock paying it forward down. Well, yeah. I mean, part of what's with, with, with Twitter is you're limited to 160 characters. To the spaces. So okay. if you use paying it forward, there's not going to be a lot of room for people to, um, have, to be able to type their messages. Now, what you do want to do if you were to use something like PIF is you want to go and search inside Twitter or inside Hootsuite um, the hashtag PIF and see who else has used it recently. Because if it's actively being used by someone else, as in uh, once every other day or once a week or once every two weeks, someone else is using it consistently, you don't want to confuse it and use the same hashtag as someone else. Okay, I got so, it. So it's kind Where of an etiquette thing. That? It's not a rule. Payson, we have to go and set up a new. That's like a new account, correct? No, no. It's uh, it, there's that's and that's what I mean by this is the wild, wild west. There's no rules <laughs> on hashtags. You can use oh it whenever God, you want. This is confusing. It is confusing. <laughs> it's hard to get your head around because, like I said, we like structure. We want rules, and there are none with this. There's etiquette, you know, so I personally would never take a hashtag that someone else is using consistently and try to make it my own. If no one has used it in two or three weeks and I look back and I can't find any references to it, then I feel free to use that for my own purposes. All right. Okay. Does that make sense? I hope. I hope my listeners got that because, <laughs> <laughs> because that's a little confusing. But I'm going to refer right back to the free webinar yes. that Secrets dot com, which I'm probably going to have to listen to two or three times. But I am. This is my goal. Okay, Payson, let's make a deal right now on air mm-hmm. that you're going to come back in six months from now. Okay. And we're going to talk about how many thousands of followers I have. Excellent. And I'm going to be like a pro with Twitter. How how does that sound? I love it. I think it sounds perfect. (laughs) And I think the timing is going to be be. really good because um, I know that you're working on a book and we get to hear all about that book. Not to put pressure on you to have this book done, Payson, <laughs> but we're going to get to hear all about your book um, when you come back as a guest. Does that, that would sound be like wonderful. a plan? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So this is going to be fun. So we have a lot going on here. So let's see. Well, when we come back, we're just a little less than a minute to go here. Okay. And... Um, We're going to talk about my product of the week, which is so exciting. That's number one. And then number two, um, Payson, I would love for you to um, 
Well, we have time now. If you'd like to just give our listeners um, a way to contact you if they have any questions or information or if they want to buy your great jewelry, why don't you give us that information real quick? Sure. Um, The TwitterSellingSecrets.com will redirect people to a page on my PaysonCooper.com website, but you can also go to PaysonCooper.com. It's P-A-Y-S-O-N-C-O-O-P-E-R. And see, I I walk the talk. You know, I own my URL. I highly recommend everybody goes and buys their URL. Okay, good. good <laughs> One good. of those big secrets. Go do it and hold it. I had mine for years before I did anything with it. Um, it's eight bucks, you know, ten bucks a year. Uh, and then if they're interested in checking out my jewelry, they can go to PaysonJewelry.com, and it's P-A-Y-S-O-N-J-E-W-E-L-R-Y.com, or Transformational Jewelry, which is a different collection and uh, separate websites because they're different target markets. Wonderful. Okay, Payson, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly with some business tips for paying it forward. Thank Thanks, you, Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Come learn with me as the show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker Wednesdays at 11, noon central on Toginet.com as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come learn with me as the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert, and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant, inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com, D-A-N-I-Walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. So where were you in the 1970s? Well, this Saturday morning, we're going to flash back to the 70s as we count down the classic hits with the American Rock and Roll Countdown. You'll hear news and information and stories about the artist and what was going on during the specific week that we highlight. So be sure to join us at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Saturday on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Welcome back to Paying It Forward the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and um, my product of the week is from... Um, you can go to the website. It is sarahbearbaskets.com. I must say, when I had my children, my youngest now is going to be five in September, but um, when she was five, I had purchased this basket that is absolutely amazing. It's a diaper caddy, and what it allows you to do is 
you get to put all of your essentials right inside of that one basket. It has these beautiful handles. It's made out of wicker. It has a beautiful lining. It has all the compartments. And it's perfect because if you have um, a changing station set up in your nursery and you have several floors in your house, it's so easy in the morning. You just bring that basket downstairs. And if you need to change the baby, you know, on a different floor, you just have all of your essentials in that one spot. So I really highly recommend sarahbaskets.com. Their diaper caddies, it's an incredible baby shower gift. And I absolutely adore the owner of it. Her name's Melissa, and she has done an amazing job marketing her company. And I just hope everybody will go check out her website, purchase her product, because I truly, truly believe in it. I have one for myself, and I always buy them for shower gifts. So that's our product of the week. Okay, back to Payson Cooper, our Twitter expert. So tell me something, Payson. Mm -hmm. Why do we need to be um, talking about social media in our business? Um, Well, you know, you mentioned at the very beginning of the call that um, you've had some resistance, and I know I had it, and I expect a lot of people, I apologize for the sirens if you can hear them, I live in (laughs) the middle of New York City, so... The uh, what I think one of the things that happens is if we don't understand the um, (laughs) particularly bad one right now, (laughs) if you don't understand the value of something, you don't have enough of you don't have enough impetus or reason to um, break through that kind of resistance. So I just want to give people a little bit of an understanding of the value that social media can have for their business. Um, one of my associates has a women's entrepreneur organization, and she was recently featured on an online um, a reality show called, uh, oh, the name of it is slipping my mind right now, but it was sponsored by Chase and HP, Hewlett Packard, uh-huh. uh, which uh-huh. is tremendous. It, she's gotten like close to half a million views on her, on her shows, um, and she didn't have anywhere near that level of exposure prior to this. One of the things they specifically ca- uh, told her when she said, why did you choose me? They said, we would only work with someone who had more than 10,000 Twitter followers. She had 12,000 because, because I helped her with her account. Um, and basically what it meant is people who are in the media and companies like that, and also when you're trying to get PR coverage, the tables have turned a little bit. They want you to be able to bring something to the table too. It's not just, oh, my story is going to be interesting for your audience now. It's the PR person or the, or the, the, the editor or the magazine writer or the, the person who's looking at considering covering you in their, in their press is thinking, what can you bring to me? What kind of platform can you offer me? And so you have the ability right now to build your own platform, which throughout the whole history of the world, people have been at the mercy of the media. It's not true right now. You are so, so right about that because I have to tell you, even as far as paying it forward radio goes, Mm. I am working so, so hard to get my ratings up. Mm -hmm. I am absolutely thrilled with the number of downloads that I am receiving every single month. Mm -hmm. But um, I have to say, I was so excited to have you as a guest because in the back of my mind yesterday, I said, well, if Payson just tweets to her group of, you know, thousands of followers, 
that's going to help my ratings, even if everybody just clicks on our show. Exactly, and which is exactly what I did. I mean, I didn't have a lot of time, and I would have done lead up to it. But in the in the few hours that I did have between the time we talked yesterday and this morning, I did tweet about it, and I did send it out to my Facebook followers and put it out there. So hopefully, you did get a, a, an extra search. Yeah, and I think that you're so right about that as far as the PR goes. Is mm-hmm. that you know what? Listen, if there's anything I've learned today from you, Payson, is um, how powerful Twitter really, really is, you yeah. know? And there's a reason it's all over TV right now. I mean, everybody from Mercedes-Benz to the NFL is all over Twitter, and there's a reason. Um, people who don't use it consistently, it's hard to grasp how is this valuable. Like, people are talking about what they ate for breakfast. Yes and no. There's a lot more going on there. What are it's- they talking about, Payson? <laughs> like, seriously, like, what am I going to talk about? I have so much to talk about. Do I talk about the fact that I shoveled for two hours yesterday and now it's snowing so much that that <laughs> all goes out the window? Who cares about that, you know? Or am I going to talk about the fact that I'm a nervous wreck today because, you know, my product is being presented to one of the largest baby retail stores today? I don't know. And, and the answer is yes, yes, and yes, because social media, like I mentioned before, is social. Would you share it with acquaintances and friends? Yes. Certainly the accomplishment of getting your product presented in front of one of the largest uh, toy retailers in the world. That's a huge accomplishment. It adds great kudos to you. And what I mean by you can build your own platform is now you get to go announce it to your own people instead of waiting for some press person to decide they're going to pick up some release somewhere. You get to go out and say, here, here's what's happening to my business. And I look like a real schmuck. (laughs) What do you mean? What if I don't get into that baby retail store? Then I have to go back to Twitter and say, all right, with my head down, my tail. That's a personal (laughs) choice. I am one of those people who I think that any one of us who's in business for ourselves, we aspire, well, I I am inspired by and I look up to people who are in entrepreneurial positions who can put their heart on their sleeve and be honest about what they're going through. And so for me, learning from someone like you, if you say, hey, I'm in there and cross your fingers, I'm hoping for the best, and you come out and it doesn't work, and you say, hey, it didn't work, I'm going to regroup, and I'm going to teach you what I learned, yeah. and I'm also going to show you how what, what they told me I need to do to make it better so that I can help you all with your you know, progress toward doing these things for yourself, and then I'm going to go after it again, and I'm not going to stop until I do it. Yeah, and Payson, that is precisely what I do with paying it forward. Even me asking you these ridiculous questions about Twitter that I'm sure people are shaking their heads saying, wow, she I has a lot it. to I doubt it. You'd be learn. surprised. I bet 90% of the people on this call are like, hey, I had that question too. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds great. But um, All right, so tell me, what do you talk about, Payson? Well, I, there are a lot of different things you can talk about, and I go in-depth into this on that webinar that I mentioned at twittersellingsecrets.com, but... There are, one of the things that happens is you need to be careful not to just be standing on a pedestal yelling about your wares. So if you think about a very busy marketplace, and, and one of my friends described Twitter like a, like a cocktail party. You know, it's always going on. You can come and go as you please. But if you walk into a room and you just start to tell people what you do and how great you are, you're going to be standing alone in no time. And it's the same thing on on social media. You need to actually engage with people. You need to have conversations. You need to share information that's going to serve them and be of value to them. So the number one thing you want to share is content that um, provides them with information they need. The Internet has grown and exploded because we're all looking for information. Google is so powerful because we all just go there and type questions. 
How do I find this? Yeah. What do I, how do I do this? Well, I need this information. Well, you can be on, now Google, also another reason to be using something like Twitter, Google now indexes all tweets. So if you tweet a lot about a certain topic and people search for that, your tweets can show up in the Google listing, not just your website. And the tweet, if it has a link in it, can take them right to your website. So there's a lot of different ways that using things like social media begins to build your value on the Internet as a whole. But if you can share content, so for example, I'll use my my jewelry business um, with my uh, transformational jewelry. I share a lot of my, my clients are yoga enthusiasts um, are very interested in natural lifestyle, are very interested in a variety of different topics around that stuff. So if I can share information about meditation, about yoga, about yoga retreats, about things that I've done, things that people I know have done, all of that stuff, it's not directly related to my jewelry, but it Uh serves and supports my audience and gives them information that they might be looking for. And so I can write about those things on my blog, and then I can send people to my blog. I can find articles written by other people. I can support other websites and other companies. I can retweet other people's tweets that are um, supportive to my people. I, I, you know, it's, I call it complementary content. So you're creating content around your topic that's not necessarily saying, hey, my thing is the best, but it's mm-hmm. helping to support people in the same, like you're, you have a tremendous possibility with your gloveys because moms need tons of information about all kinds of other things. Oh, yeah. So you think that, about, you can sit down and brainstorm or get some help from somebody, and then you begin to build. And one of, the, one of my favorite concepts is using your blog as sort of the hub for your business, and then you send people from your social media to your blog, where you then get them to sign up for your mailing list, hopefully. Um, so everything is tied together, and it's all linked from one place to the next. Oh, and as people great. move from one part of the world, of your world, to the next, they also begin to have more confidence in you. Like, you know, when you learned that I had 16,000 followers on Twitter, it did something. Absolutely. If you I had mean, found out that I had 250 just, followers, it, it does do something. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. But now, okay, Payson, we just have, I can't believe this. I need another hour with you right now <laughs> on the phone. But Payson, we have less than three minutes to go here. And you know what would be helpful? Can you sure. tell me what is a day like in your life as far as social media? When you wake up in the morning, how do you do all of this? Like, how much time do you spend on it? What Do you have an established routine as far as social media goes? <laughs> I do media have an goes? established routine. And as, as you may have imagined, I actually took all of my expertise and put it into a class. And the class is called Twitter Sales in 12 Minutes a Day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> because I figured out how to run this can Twitter. Can we get my it, Twitter. Payson? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, you can go to uh, Twitter sales, I think it's Twitter sales in 12. And you can either use the number 12 or the, or spell out the, the word 12. So Twitter sales in 12 um, will take you to a page, a sales page that talks about that course. Um, yeah, I also mentioned it at the end of the webinar. So if you want to go watch the, the Twitter selling secrets free webinar, you, you'll learn more about Twitter and see if it's for you. And then you can make an assessment about that course. But um, one of the things that I talk about in that course is developing an, a system. And one of the great things about all these other entrepreneurs being on Twitter is that there are ways to automate certain aspects. Like I talked about scheduling. So by, by sitting down for 20 minutes once a week and scheduling specific tweets that need to go out, you save yourself a ton of energy and a ton of time on other days. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't get on Twitter other days, which is why it's called 12 minutes a day. So a couple of times a day for five, six minutes, I get on Twitter, I reply 
reply to people. I retweet other people's tweets. I add some new content. I talk about what I'm doing right now. Um, and then I, like I said, I'm, very important to me is to reply to people, is to stay interactive with people, or I'll start a conversation with someone. Um, and then I come back later in the afternoon for another five or six minutes and do the same things. So in that course, I have a Twitter daily plan for sales domination, I call it. <laughs> and yeah. it lays out exactly the things you should do in those five or six minutes in the morning, five or six minutes in the afternoon. And then, of course, you can augment it by connecting your cell phone. Um, most people have a cell phone that will you – can, you can text into Twitter. So even if your cell phone doesn't have um, sort of the high-end inter- Internet access, you can still use text messaging. So you can update wow. people about your life. And connecting all of those pieces is what makes it really easy and makes That's it really a- functional. Yeah, that's amazing, Payson. Well, here are our tunes already. Payson, we're going to see you back on Paying It Forward in six months from now. Thank you so much, Josephine. Thank you, thank you, Payson. You were amazing. We got so much information. And please, listeners, write into us and tell us, Josephine at MyMomKnowsBest.com. Let us know how much Payson has helped you. So have a great day, and we'll see you next week, everyone. Thank, thank you, you again, Josephine, and thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Payson. <laughs> Bye-bye. Discussing accomplishments, lessons learned.